Hello everybody and welcome to the 14th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And we are happy to be back recording for our 14th straight episode. And this Ooh. episode we were, uh, well in my opinion, we're lucky to be doing because we have... <laughs> A yeah. very busy week. <laughs> That's a common with, opinion. With hockey, uh, you know, the kids' hockey and stuff. And work has been crazy. And I've been battling an inner ear infection that's been throwing me for a loop where I can't really even sit upright at, <laughs> for some points here. So, but right now it's it's feeling pretty good. So It's funny that those are the reasons you were saying. Because I was going to say, we've been battling power outages here. Oh, that too. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, and, and we were out pa- without power for like... 15 hours yeah no more 20 hours almost yeah about 20 hours yeah. and then we were uh we were uh almost after we thought we were through it the next day it went out again, out again. but only for about five minutes yeah, but we thought it was all another the crazy one that's craziness flooding and all that stuff we had a big windstorm that just and the crazy wind yeah, yeah out here in bc has been a nightmare it was a it was like a flash quick storm and it was funny at yeah. work we had we were uh we did a harry potter theme for halloween and uh one of the guys said, oh, the Dementors are coming. Because <laughs> yeah, no, it was such sure. a crazy windstorm. It, oh, yeah. Just, it was and, 100 kilometer an hour winds. And then almost, like, it only lasted about, what, 20, 25 minutes? And then it was done. Yeah, but it, but it did a lot of damage. Yeah. Including the city of Merritt is Oh, yeah, underwater. Destroyed yeah. And, and then the Coquihalla Highway is destroyed. Yeah, they had a lot of... A lot of flooding, Just a lot of washed wild. out roads. It's but crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so in any case, we're happy to be doing yes, it today. Yes, very happy. We're <laughs> taking this opportunity to record this and get it done so that uh, we don't miss a week here. So that you guys can listen. Yeah, so with that being said, we are going to start off with New to the Collection. We've got a whole bunch of games from Fantasy Flight Games here. Ooh. Well, not a whole bunch of games, yeah. but a whole bunch of pieces from yeah. the same game. <laughs> I wonder gonna... if you can guess what that might be. <laughs> yeah, so we've had a bunch of this stuff. Over the last uh, month or a uh, couple months, and we yeah. just haven't got to it yet. But this stuff is brand new, brand, yes, brand new. For us. And for so the sure. first thing we're going to talk about is from, yeah, and we're talking about Marvel Champions. Marvel Champions. The newest hero pack, which is War Machine. Oh, yeah, I'm so stoked on this one. War Machine has been one of my favorite characters since I was just a little kid. And he was one of the characters that I like to collect comic books of and cards and all that kind of stuff and toys and things of him so i'm really stoked on this one um and yeah i just i don't know who we're going to use him against um no or who we're going to pair him with because i was thinking about pairing him with venom and yeah. taking on maybe this new scenario pack here with with venom uh because we haven't played venom yet and we have him from a month ago yeah we haven't played him yet, so maybe we'll pair up War Machine and Venom to take on... Take on the new scenario pack, which is The Hood. The Hood. Yeah, so we have the, the newest scenario pack. And the scenario pack of The Hood... So this is a character, and I know a lot of Marvel. I know nothing And this is a guy head. that I don't know a lot about. So I actually said, oh, like the Red Hood. He's like, no, Adam no, no, no. that's DC. <laughs> yeah. Not to be confused with the Red Hood. Mind you, he does wear a Red Hood. It's like, it's Robin. He's like, yeah. it is not Robin. <laughs> no. Blasphemy. I know. Um, it's my ignorance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I did some reading on the Hood. I'd, I'd heard of, of him, but I don't. I didn't know really anything about the, the backstory or whatever. But it's actually a lot cooler than I anticipated. Um, I was reading about him, and apparently when the... What's his name? I can't remember his name. The hood? What's his name? Like his uh, actual name? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Uh, when the hood, the man, before he was, was a little hood. boy, uh, uh, before he became the hood, he had witnessed, and I think he lives in uh, Hell's Kitchen in New York, and that's Daredevil's territory. Uh, territory. And he'd witnessed a battle between Daredevil and Electro. Oh. And Electro, uh, he was he was so enamored with this battle and he just loved watching this fight and he was like obsessed with villains so he was constantly that's so funny because that's so opposite from yeah. what you normally hear you usually always have the kids who are uh you know like uh love the love the good guys and the heroes yeah. but apparently he came from like a very poor family mm-hmm. and all this stuff and he uh was just just like obsessed with villains and he was kind of hopefully destined to become a villain is the way it was working and he was when he got older 
um, he was trying to find, uh, or he was, he, he was involved in criminal activity, and he was uh, going to rob a factory or something at night. And he, him and his cronies broke into this factory, and they shot what they thought, I think, was a security guard at this factory, but it turned out it was a demon. Oof. Yeah, and this demon that Yikes. wore these certain boots and this certain hood. And they didn't realize it at the time that they just what killed, done. surprised yeah. and killed the demon, not not uh, this uh, security guard, you know, uh, yeah. protecting this factory. So he ended up taking the boots and the hood, and these boots gave him the ability of flight. Can you imagine if you just, I mean, let's just say you found a pair of boots. Let's say you didn't have to kill somebody to, to <laughs> yes. get these pair of boots. Let's say you just found a pair of boots on the side of the road, and you're just like, oh, those are nice. Let's try them on. And all of a sudden you get to fly? I know. It's That'd be crazy. And the hood he put on, um, it's like a big cape, kind of cowl hood thing that he that he wears. Um, it, if he holds his breath, he is able to go completely invisible. That's that's crazy. Like one hundred percent invisible. So he's, he can fly and go invisible. I can already tell he's going to be a tough villain to fight. Yeah. So <laughs> he uh, he. There'll be cards that make him go invisible, and oh yeah. my gosh, and he starts his own. Uh, criminal empire because of this because he's yeah. you know he can do he all can sorts of anything go invisible but then and fly. i guess he goes even further down the line in the comic books and he contacts dormammu Ooh. and he he's the one with dr strange yep right yeah, yeah. uh well yeah, he's yeah classic uh dr strange villain but he's he's been involved in a lot of things but yeah i never yes. read any of those comics i just know yeah the, and from he, the movies. Uh, so he contacts dormammu and he starts learning more of like the dark magic and things like this so he becomes kind of like a not not that he's like uh uh sorcerer supreme no. like not like doctor strange but I he would becomes hope not. he becomes Jeez. uh similar to doctor strange but not nearly as powerful okay. obviously but he's learning dark arts and dark magic and he uses his his hood and his boots to do all this crazy stuff so yeah no i i, I didn't know much about the hood too bad he didn't use his boots and his hood to you know fly and go well, invisible to do good things they can't all be heroes oh but they could well maybe he will i don't know but it, 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 it sounded you know when i you know i just didn't know much about him and I, this really piqued my interest so i'm going to kind of look up more about him yeah uh down the line here but yeah maybe we'll use uh war machine and venom to take on the hood scenario. The nice thing about these in uh, in Marvel Champions is that the the text they have at the bottom. You kind of learn about the characters. Oh yeah. So for me, I've never read, and you never read anything about the hood. Um, we'll learn, you know, about his character at least through the through the oh, yeah. flavor text in there, which would be fun. As we you play through, see what kind of things he does, what kind of character he is. So. Yeah. But we did get one more thing. We uh, did from uh, we got this about. It wasn't two, that two three weeks ago. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't yeah. that long ago. And and that is the Mad Titan Shadow campaign box. Yes, which is uh, following the Infinity Gauntlet, Ish. Infinity War story. Yeah, more along the lines of the comics, not mm -hmm. of the MCU version, but more in the comics. And this one, it has the the two characters that it comes with, the two heroes. It comes with um, Spectrum. Well, yeah, and Spectrum you will have seen in. Uh, the latest the, show, the one with um, the witch, the Scarlet Witch, and um, uh, and uh, Vision, WandaVision. Vision, WandaVision. Yeah, there you go. WandaVision. I knew we get there. So Spectrum, <laughs> get there. yeah, Spectrum shows up and for the she, first time. If I remember, sorry, she's she is uh, Captain Marvel's best friend's daughter. Bingo. Okay. Yes, and yes. I, I think it's Monica Rambeau. Yeah, that sounds about right. And she becomes Spectrum, and looks really cool. But then there's also Adam Warlock, who is the main, main person in the Infinity War story of the comic books. Oh, that, which I didn't know anything about him. So. Yes. He's the kind of driving... He, he, he has like the Iron Man role of from in the comics yeah. versus the MCU. Okay. Yeah. Where he's the main person to, from beginning to end, to kind of take on and finish... The, the saga with the infinity gauntlet and it, oh, you know and in the book thanos or in the comics thanos is obviously a big part of that um but thanos kind of wavers too where you don't realize thanos is as bad as he is until you figure out he's as bad as he is so i'm very curious to see how this rolls they do include um uh, you fight his his followers from the black order in this in this 
box where you got Proxima Midnight, uh, Corvus Glaive, and Ebony Maw. And yeah, and and then you take on Thanos himself, which is probably going to be crazy hard. Yeah, so. I can imagine. <laughs> um, super looking forward to this one. I like uh, I like playing the these ones like the what are they called the the expansion packs i like playing this one? yeah the campaigns campaigns yes i like playing with them uh with the characters they come with yeah to we start. always do we yeah. always do i like that because then it's kind of like they've been made almost like they tailored for have. it they've been tailored and then that way. but then it's always fun to take other characters that were not tailored for it but that would make sense right oh, yeah so like almost any of them would make well, sense yeah, but no, you could play one, like totally. spider-man and iron man and like yeah play them with them and you know things like that it'd just be fun to flip them mm-hmm. in and out i know that's the whole point of marvel champion so i'm stating the obvious but yeah but, but it's fun i like it doing is, that it's awesome you play it the way they intend it or you can play it however you want yeah. so i'm sure we'll try to take on at least take on thanos again with say like a few Iron Man and captain america or something right yeah. to, or thor and or captain gamora america. you know like or anybody yeah just be neat you can yeah. take on whatever. But yeah, no, we're going to get to all three of these as well as the ones that we haven't done yet, which still include Venom, Drax, and Nebula. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. So we have four new heroes, plus the two new heroes, Adam Warlock and Spectrum in this box, and we have the Hood uh, <laughs> scenario. But that is enough about Marvel <laughs> Champions. we got a bunch of it to play, but we have a game to talk about in our crowdfunding segment. Yes, so we do. we're going to run over there. Uh, we'll see you over there. Alrighty then, here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode, and this uh, episode, we only have one game to talk about here, and this game is on currently on Kickstarter, but for only like a couple more hours, so by the time that this is out, this campaign will have already funded. Almost. Almost. Yeah, I think there's a day left or yes. something, so. Yeah. What is that? This game is Power Plants. It is designed by Adam E. Dalton and art by Apolline Etienne and published by Kids Table Board Games. Yes, Power Plants. And it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it looks super cool. So, uh, I'm going to read a little blurb off of their bgg page just to give you an idea what's going on here so it says in power plants you are a wizard growing a shared garden of magical plants with your rivals each turn you choose one of the patch tiles from your hand and add it to the growing garden you can activate the added tile for a dynamic plant power or activate all the tiles it touches for their slightly weaker but still very cool grow powers (laughs) as the fields expand you strategically deploy your sprites to gain control of more and more of the fantastic flora. Will your magical horticulture skills pay off? I don't know. Remains so, to be seen. <laughs> we we were searching before the before we started uh, the, uh, recording this episode, obviously. But like when we're planning this episode, we're like, oh, let's, what should we talk about? Is there something we're interested in? There was a couple campaigns out there. We're like, oh yeah, this and that, kind of maybe. I don't know. Are we too? Are we very interested in that? Or can we get enthusiastic about it? I don't know. Um, but, and then we were just kind of scrolling through the page and this, and this, and both of us were yeah, like, we're what, like is what is that this? one? Yeah, power plants. And it was this, it, it just instantly grabbed yeah. my attention. Is power plants, you think of like nuclear, like a nuclear power plant <laughs> yes. or an actual power plant, but it's a picture. It looks like a big semi like Venus. Yeah. It's like Venus the Ro- Rocky trap. Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like that, that big man eating plant thing is, is on the. Is on the front of the of the box, and I and not a lot of people will know this, but I am actually a horticulturist. Yeah, and I knew that you did, yes. <laughs> and uh, like I'm legit, legit horticulturist. And I know that a lot of people will probably make a funny joke about horticulture these days, but I am legit. And uh, and this did interest me just just uh, because it is plants. I love plants. So we clicked on the page, and we were instantly interested. Watched the little video and it was showed some. They did a great job. Awesome I think, on the visuals video. and stuff. Yeah. So let's talk about this. It, it it looks like yeah, it's it's a tile laying game and it, there's all these different plants. So you're you're laying down <laughs> these plants. Let me see if I can find what they're all called here. Um, they are all called. Here we are. 
There's the wizard web. There's cloud vines. There's crow's nest. There's creeper moss. There's giant forks. There's trolls beards. Um, I think are those were those, oh, those new are, ones? Those are um, stretch those are, goals. Uh, I was gonna say goals. no, no. They have like awesome other oh, awesome name ones that the was it the the wing bean. Yeah, they don't, have the, they don't actually have the it names looked, listed here. It looked like a bean with wings yeah, the on. Wing, 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 wing bean. bean. Wing bean. Yeah, yeah it's like bean. a bean with wings. There's, uh, yeah, like Venus flytraps. There's uh, all sorts of things going on They have on fun here. names on yeah, them. We can't find them. It doesn't actually listen. So. It's just a little surprising. But, yeah, you are a wizard, and you're growing this crazy, like, Harry Potter-style garden. And you basically, right? you have one garden that you all have to share. So you're just trying to... Uh, and they say like to make all your to use your ingredients, it's always best to have fresh, just like normal. Best yes. to have fresh ingredients. So you're trying to grow your ingredients, and uh, and see if you can have the best chunk of garden. Yeah, and I really like the idea of, of when you're placing a tile. So you're placing down one of these plants, and you can either use its ability, like yeah. a really strong ability for just that tile, or activate. The lesser abilities of every tile that it's it touching. Yeah, that's so neat. Yeah, I think that's a really neat little mechanic that they got going on there. Another strategy, right? But what do I want to? What yeah. do I want to activate? What makes the most sense? What might help me in the future? And it looks like it's a it's like a bag pull game. So you're pulling these out of a bag when you're when you're getting your tiles is what it looks like. And it just looks good. The components look really cool. The artwork looks really neat. Um, yeah, the, all the tiles they look. Uh, what are they? Are they wooden or are they? I can't tell. I don't what know wooden or plastic, they? but they've got nice uh, design on them, so they're Punch not board patch tiles. They're called. So yeah, I, I guess they're maybe they're cardboard, they're cardboard but they look really nice. But they they look have nice really design nice, on them. Really good, good quality stuff. Um, there's also these uh, sprite meeples, oh, and they're so all cool. these cool like little fairy, you know, sprites. Meeples. Sprites, yeah, they're, you know, there's. <laughs> They look really cool. If anybody was a girl guide out there, you know what a sprite is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's so on this campaign, there's two different uh, pledge levels. There is the retail version of the game, and then there is the deluxe. Deluxe. So on the retail version, um, you were just getting the regular box uh, rule book with the patch tiles and plant cards and a hundred wooden cubes for sprites so there's the difference there's cubes oh that's for what sprites, the okay that's what the right? difference is when we were looking before i couldn't figure out what the difference yeah, was we're but that's also it. looking on our phone which yeah. didn't help but now that we're on Terrible. the main page you got 100 cubes representing your sprites in the retail version um and in the the uh, deluxe edition you are getting a game tray insert which is really really nice yep. You are getting 100 wooden sprites. Yes. So they actually have little meeple sprites. Yes. You're getting more tiles. It's got 72 tiles versus 64. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's. I think those are the big differences. Yeah, is so the not sprites. A, not a ton of differences, but the big differences. The, tray, yeah. the game trays, the sprite meeples, and more tiles yeah. seems to be the big differences. But then now we can talk about the price on this. Oh my so gosh. the retail version, just the, the regular little version there is I only wanna, $35 Canadian. I want to say it's the best part of it, but it, I, they're all good parts because I this it just looks awesome. That price point yeah. is fantastic. $28 American. Yeah, that's so good. $35 Canadian for the retail version. And then you go on up to the, the uh, deluxe. The deluxe with the game trays and the, all the meeples and all the extra tiles. And it's only $55 Canadian, yeah. $44 American. Like, this is really, really good price. I love when they're... Sometimes it's just nice to have two pledge levels. Yeah. You know, your basic and your deluxe. And then it's just... And then you decide if you're getting it on uh, Kickstarter. That's one thing that actually is nice about this, too. Because we're putting this out and it's got, you know, less than a day left. I think it went like 22 hours left to fund yeah. or something. Yeah. Or till it's done. Um the retail version will be available in stores. Yes. And I think... But the Deluxe will not accept for if retailers, retailers that have bought a few yes. Deluxe packages. But on the whole, there's going to be no yeah. no Deluxe versions of this game available. So it'll be the cubes instead of the, yes. the wooden sprites. But regardless of that, it still looks... Like, it, it doesn't... I don't think it would matter. I think your sprites would be fine as cubes. Yeah, um, yeah. It You know, like, it's... That's all it is. This, but for this the game price, is the same. I think it's worth oh, going if, for the... Uh, if you listen to this, as soon as we post it... Yep. If you want to take a look at the Kickstarter, those sprites look pretty darn cool. They do. 
They do. So hopefully you've, you've seen this campaign out and there. And, you know, potentially if you listen to this, you know, a little bit later after, you know, maybe even email the guys and see if you can get in our, or well, a late pledge, pledge or something, right? Late pledge on this or something, too. Get on, a, on an email list or something. They've doubled their uh, their ask. Um, they asked for 31000 and they're up to, well, they're almost tripled it. They're almost at 90000 now. Yeah. So... Yeah, this game looks really, really cool. So now that I've seen, uh, I've looked a little closer, not just on my phone, I, I will definitely go with that deluxe <laughs> yeah, version. Yeah, I think so. I think it's worth to it. To get all the, they just the, look better, so cool. the better quality uh, And it looks, it just looks like a fun game. It does look fun. It looks simple, but yeah. fun. And I like the theme. Does it have the age range on there? Because I think it's, oh, it's, it's done by low. for kids, right? Like, because it's the publisher is... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think this is very low. For kids. Like, so I think it would be a good family game. Kids and up. Yeah. And... and Lots by, of people I, seem to like it. Okay. So when we both looked at it, we both were drawn to it and thought, this looks awesome. So forget family. We thought it looked great yeah. for us to play. Absolutely. But then as a bonus, if, you know, if family or younger kids can play too. So, yeah. No, this is... Uh, I'm excited because this looks... Awesome. I agree. We're we're definitely going to back this one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's enough about power plants. But that's on Kickstarter for another day. So take uh, a look as of this recording. So yeah, run over there and see if you can get in on a late pledge or something like that. If if you've missed it, and if not, take a look for the retail version coming out to the yeah, store because that'll be retail should should be fine. Yeah, for I sure. think so. But that is enough about that. So let's head on over to our main topic of the, the episode. Evening. We always get that wrong, hey? <laughs> <laughs> episode evening. We'll see Same you over thing. Alrighty then, here we are at the main topic of the episode, and this week we're going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review, review. of The, the Initiative. Initiative. This is designed by Corey Knitska and published by... Unexpected Games. Thanks, I knew I was going to forget <laughs> yes. that. I didn't write it down, and they just have a picture, so... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't actually say it on the box. It's a very cute logo, though. Yeah, it like is it. cool. And but that's Corey's company, yeah. Unexpected Games. Yes. It's very cool. And this is a cooperative game of story, strategy, and code-breaking. Yes, the initiative, or the something initiative, yes. that's scratched out under black ink. But yeah, the game is called The Initiative. It's by Corey Konitska. And it is a pretty cool game. It's very awesome start to this new company of unexpected yeah. games. And yeah. So I'll as soon say... as we heard about it, we we went and bought it. But we just oh. have we've been it's been sitting here waiting to be played for for so long, and we've been playing it over the last week or so. We've been trying to get in yeah. two, three, four scenarios a night, and we're almost finished the game. Yeah. But I'll I'll. I'll Specify this is going to be completely no spoiler review because this is a very 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 spoilery game. Yes. So you can give away the whole thing if you if we wanted to. That's not going to happen. No. Here. We're going to give you uh, a full rundown on how it works and everything, but we will not we will not uh, spoil anything to do with this game. But we are almost finished it. We are not finished it, but no. we're just about finished it. Now this box, the cover, the box art on the cover totally captured my interest yes like we'll get to the box art though okay we'll get to the box jump art. in the gun yes okay. <laughs> but um so we can say what the general theme of this game is the general theme of the game is we are playing as kids right as so teenagers this, i would say almost yeah yeah i call them teenagers back in the pre-teens Yes, and these teens. these kids went to a garage sale and they found a cool-looking board game called The Key. Yes. And they took it home and started playing it. So We're playing the kids playing The Key. Yes, we're playing <laughs> kids playing a game. Yeah. And uh, it's called The Key. And they take that game home and they bust it open and they start muddling their way through it. And all sorts of things start happening in this game. Mm-hmm. Because it's really cool in, in the... In the uh, instruction book, yeah, um, it is kind of like a comic as well. So yeah. you kind of read through the events of what's happening with these kids after and during them playing this game. Like right. when they're at school and when they're at home and when they're playing the game. And all these 
things are happening to them uh, because they're playing this game. And it's really, really weird. It's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it reminds me of something out there. I'm not sure what it is, but really, really cool. Kind of like Stranger Things-ish, right? Where there's kind of like weird things going on in the town and they're like, they're not really sure. And there's all these kind of like mysteries that are kind of happening. Well, I guess that's like part of the game is because it's like a, like even says on the cover, it's a uh, code breaking yeah. strategy. So, I mean, that's involved in there. So that's. Yeah. And you're a group yeah. of four kids. You play as one character each, but yeah. all four characters are are uh, in the in the comic. So it's whoever you're playing is whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But each player does have a little a little thing to them. But yeah, so th- that's the general theme of what's going on here. So how does the game play? the The game has a central board that's two sided, and on every scenario you play, there's fourteen scenarios. Yep. There's fourteen scenarios. Yes. Uh, listed anyway. Yeah. And um, on every one of those scenarios, you're going to either use side one or side two of the board. And you're going to be flipping it over. And you are going to have a game card, a mission card, a scenario card for every uh, scenario. And you're going to load that mission card into this. What do you want to call that thing? I would say it's it's, it's like a guess who yeah. or uh can holder like did you ever play guess who when you were younger yeah yeah, exactly yeah Yeah. it's basically that where you have little listen to this oh it's not as loud never mind doesn't have (laughs) well it's got all these little doors on basically the things they'll flip up and down so you start with them all flip down and you'll see what uh, it's gonna cover up it'll cover up the the hints or like your answer but then as you you know solve stuff you're gonna flip them up and uncover different things yeah so you're going to slide the card into this contraption and it's going to cover up all the things that you're trying to find but it's going to give you questions and it's going to say like for instance um what is the combination of the safe and then you have to figure you have to figure that out by and it's going to show you a whole bunch of wacky symbols and and ciphers and you've got to discover those and and figure that out yeah in in so when you're putting the game board together you're going to be putting all these files all over the place so it's going to picture like a top-down look inside like of a i don't know like an uh an apartment or like an office building i was just thinking i've never actually really looked at the board i've been too engrossed in the game and i just realized there's like a gigantic fish tank tank, yeah it's like (laughs) a it's kind of like an office building and looking down on top of like cubicles or rooms and there's going to be these little file tokens and you're going to the the mission card is going to dictate to you where, how many you put and where you put them and where the door is for where your characters are going to be. Yeah. If there's any other people in the game, that you'll discover those along the way as you go. But yeah, it's, so you're going to kind of get the whole board set up and then you're going to lay out some cards and there's going to be four main cards that you're going to lay out beside the board. One that's called Regroup, one that's called Run, one that's called Gather, and one that's called Intel and also uh, a discard pile. And you're going to select your characters. There's, like I said earlier, there's four of them to pick from, and they each have their own little special power that you can do through the game. And there's going to be a deck of cards, and you're going to be dealt out cards. Uh, f- how many cards? Four. Four cards for your hand. And those cards are going to be made up of three different suits. One is binoculars, one's a radio, and one is... Suitcase. A suitcase. And those are each going to have a number from one to 12. Yep. Um, so I guess you have 36 cards to use and you're going to get dealt four of those. That's some good quick math. Yes. And, um, <laughs> so how it works is on your turn. So your, your character is going to be spawning at a certain spot on the board and you're going to be trying to run around uncovering these file files. Like you picture like a, like, like, like a office files, office files. Yeah. And you're going to be trying to flip them over to, to find these ciphers. And every time you find one of those ciphers that matches one on the clue thing that you have on your mission card, that's in that contraption, <laughs> the you guess will who get contraption. To, you'll get to flip it over and discover what the, the hidden thing is underneath that. So in order to do that, you need to play your cards from your hand onto one of the four piles, regroup, run, gather, or Intel. And in order to run, you could play down a card on the run pile, and you could move your character up to three places. 
then you could move or you could put a card on the gather which will allow you to collect up to two of the clue tokens which are those files from the room that you're in or you could play a card on intel which allows you to reveal up to two of those files in any room on the board but you Mm -hmm. don't get to collect them it's neat on those tracks because, um, like you said, you have in those three suits, you have one to 12. And there's only, so there's only like one of each card of each suit. Mm-hmm. So um, when you're laying them down on those piles, um, you, you have to lay down a card higher than the one yes. previously laid down. So if you, say, started the run pile, your, you know, your lowest card was a four. Um, then you can't put a one, two, or three on that pile. Um, you'd have to put play a five or up. Right. And then... Um, Which is, yes, very interesting part of this very game. Very interesting. And because if those piles start to get out of hand and you have no more cards that you can play because the pile has got too, too high, you could always play on regroup. And that will allow you to reset one of those piles and you take all the cards from on top of that pile and put it into the discard pile. Yeah. But the regroup works the same way. Yes. Still can only play low to high. So if you don't have any cards and you like any low cards and you have to regroup and you start with an eight, then well, you then can only regroup four times, you know, if you have max, the right cards, if you have yeah. the right cards. So you always want to play low cards as many times as you can. And once all the cards have been played out, if you haven't uh, figured out what you're supposed to figure out by that point, they all go in. Oh, you take the discard pile, and now you take the discard pile, and you shuffle in these little watch cards into there, and they are going to be your clock now for your clock ticking down. Yeah, for the for the round to end. So you can either uh, win, or you could lose with these clocks. And if you draw up to, and each one of the the clock cards has a uh, little symbol on it of a watch, and if you have three of those watches. Uh, scenario ends taken out of the out of the draw pile yeah the scenario ends and you've lost yeah, but immediately. you do get to move on which is nice yeah. you don't have to redo the scenario you just lost and it kind of changes the story as far as i can tell because when you're looking through the book it'll kind of point you in various directions if you lost the scenario read this page and if you won the nice. scenario yeah read that page or whatever You'll so read it, and then it'll say stop Yes, it's and very then it good tells at, you exactly what yes, to do. It's very, very good at telling you exactly what you need to do so you don't screw up. It'll and and it keeps track of everything on the back of the book. You just put a little check beside whether you won or lost, and it points you an arrow and saying, "Okay, go here and do that." And then when you're reading through the page, like you said, it'll have a big stop sign right there on the page saying, "Stop, do this before you proceed any further." Yeah. And it's really, really neat. The one nice thing is is with that too. At any point in the scenario if you think you've you can solve the puzzle yes you don't have to play out until you get the watches like you can if if everybody that's playing agrees that like yeah we agree that's what it is um you can stop pull out the card and see what the answer is if you are a hundred percent accurate you've won the scenario if you're off by a letter or if you're off by whatever then you've you've technically lost. lost the scenario yes it's very, very cool. Like, every scenario has been quite different than the others. Yeah. Um, so, like, we've played, well, almost the whole game. And there's, you know, it keeps surprising me at how different they can make each mission. Yeah. Um, because the, I figured, like, there'd be a bit of repeat, you know, do this. And then three scenarios later, do that similar thing, but yeah. a little different. But, no, like, they're, they're, Corey... Gnitzka has put a lot of thought into these these puzzles. And it's it's uh super, super interesting. And I just we're we're just trying to really <laughs> talk about this game without giving anything away because it is super, <laughs> super neat. And we're trying and it, so we're you know leaving out certain amounts of information. But just as you as you understand that you're just on this board and you're playing as kids playing a game. It's very, it's very interesting. It's very fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that that and isn't if we've explained how you use the cards, so you have to throw them down from lowest to highest if yeah. possible. And you once you've reached maxed it out, you can regroup, but you also have to do that from lowest to highest. So you can only have so many regroups. Yep. And then that once the the deck is run out, you shuffle and shuffle in those time cards. And if you draw through those time cards, you lose if you haven't figured it out before that point. But that's basically how it works. And there's a whole bunch of other things that can happen. Like you start the game with um, just brown 
classic files. And then there's going to be some red and blue and green files you add in and different walls and different locks and things like that. So the board really changes as you go along. Um, so it's not like it's not um, bland. No, no, like no, it, it's it, not it keeps bland. adding little things. And, and this isn't spoilers like this is all stuff that's just sitting there in front of you on the table yeah. as you play. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it does throw in a lot of variety as you roll and you might do some scenarios with this kind of stuff and some scenarios with different stuff and then adding in a little bit of this and a little bit of that and taking this out and taking that in and, and then the board flip flops over back and forth. So you, you're not constantly looking at the same layout and yeah. they add in little wall pieces that change where in the, where yeah. in the map you're able to even access and locks on doors such a simple thing to to change the board which is it it worked really really well because i never feel like i'm just running around in the same room no it feels quite different every scenario you go into what helps changing the with variety right so that you can't always choose the same path to go down it's always yeah got to be a little different and you know you can't get into a, a rhythm that way which is nice right no like you you're yeah you're never playing the same scenario twice like it's very very different every scenario so that's kind of how it works without giving away what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so does the theme lend well to this game? Oh, yeah. I think tremendously. Oh, yeah. It, like when you're reading through the little comic book here and you now you're, you're literally sitting at the table here being those kids sitting at the table yeah. there playing this game. Right? It's yeah. just it's really strange. <laughs> it's it's just a weird like inception thing. Theme works really, really well. It it's code breaking and mystery cracking galore. Um oh, yeah. and they're all different. Like like I said, the puzzles range from like you're doing things with numbers and you're doing like yeah. all these glyphs and like every puzzle is totally different it's not like you're answering the same puzzle over and over and over again just yeah. with different letters or whatever no everything yeah. changes and you're trying to do math and you're trying to figure things <laughs> out right? no you are but you like are, yeah. you're you're having to Im- you're implement yeah like numbers and and do like like legit yeah. mathematics in this to try and figure out what the answers are going to be before the time runs out and things like that right and you start to feel the pressure at some points if you're running around the board and you're and you're not getting the clues you want. Yeah, and your right? decks and you're are running to get out. Desperate. And, and then you're starting to think, well, if we get to the point where we, you know, we're coming down to the wire, can we guess on what this is so that we don't have to draw another card so we don't risk drawing another our last time, time card, card, right? So it's I think it works like it lends the, yeah. the super well, obviously. Definitely. So that being said, the artwork. What do we think about that? Okay, well, now I can talk about the box art? Yes, there you go. Talk about the <laughs> okay. box the box cover. So this totally drew me in to the game. Yes. So it's a side silhouette kind of profile of what looks like a detective's. Very uh, got noir, like a, right? Yeah. Yes. Like got the detective hat almost like, you know, that kind of thing. Like Dick Tracy almost. Yeah. But then it's like the face is cut in half and you're looking inside this detective's head, but it's like a dollhouse. Mm-hmm. So you've got different floors and different rooms, and you've got all these little... Um, it's just very, very neat, kind of muted, pale, pastel-y colors. Yep. Um, and just... It's just like, oh, what is this game? This I know. looks so interesting. And it is. But it's just... It was really neat, because that... Um, that drew me in right away, just Absolutely. looking at that, and um, which is funny though because the uh, the uh, the other art is more like the comic book, right? Like yeah, there's so there's different art all over the place. Yeah, depending, it's on, like two different styles of art, yeah, kind of because some of it is portraying the kids in the comic book, right? And some of it's portraying so, the game, yeah, and some <laughs> of it's portraying exactly. So there's there's art for. The, the initiative and then this art for the, the key. key so and they both coexist so like on your player card like for my character here um it's it's got a picture of him in his all cartoony yeah. glory but then beside it it shows who he's playing in the key yeah which is a very detailed version of a different person non-cartoony non-cartoony very 
noir looking uh <laughs> like yeah. photo like not photo but drawing of yeah. like you know like Dick Tracy like you said very yeah. very old school spy yeah like detective stuff so <laughs> it's really really cool that way where there's 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 the initiative and then there's the key and they're both all the art kind of exists in this game together. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i just going to make a note on your character card. Because remember the first time I looked, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, your character's name is Phil Johnson. Yeah, like and a radio station guy. No, I didn't even think of that. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking I was wrong. But I was like, oh, Phil Johnson. Like Phil Johnson and Joanne McLeod. And then, then no, I was like, no, Hal that's Johnson. Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. For all you uh, Canadians out there, if you remember yeah. the body body break with Hal Johnson and Joanne that's McLeod. Right. But we do <laughs> have Phil Johnson in the morning here we on We do, and that's probably why I got mixed up because I know both names. But, <laughs> but that's what yeah. I was thinking. The artwork is very cool, though. I was um, I was actually like, oh, are they were they Canadian? <laughs> like, they put Hal Johnson in here, yeah, but it no. was Phil Johnson. But that's okay. That was just my little aside. But yes, artwork is awesome. It looks good. <laughs> Back and then, on track. Yeah, like and then on some of the cards that I have laying in front of me, there's a lot more cards that show more artwork of more like different things, and it's really cool. But then it's so different from the the. The initiative it's, comic. It's kind of, it's really, I think, um, intelligent how they did it because it it helps you to separate it does what you're doing. Entirely. It helps you to separate the initiative from the Versus key. Versus the key. So like the game within the game. Yeah. And it's uh, so you and don't get that. confused with what's happening and who you are. And yeah, I super it's well. awesome. Yeah. No, I fully agree. I think that they knocked the the uh, the artwork out of the park, honestly. It, you, you're able to decipher a game within a game. Just by looking at what you're looking at can tell you what you're... Yeah. Am I reading the key? Or am I playing the key? Or am I playing the initiative right yeah. now? So, artwork, great. Components. Uh, I think there's a lot to like about the components. There's the two-sided board, which is really nice. Yeah. There's um, the, like, the guess who do <laughs> The hickey? guess who contraption <laughs> thing is really great. You have to, you know, I have to put it together, but it it's it works, works really it well. it says in here what they call it, because... The mission console, right? That's what, what it's called. called. Yeah. Well, the cards, the cards slide. They slide in and out nicely. of it perfectly. They sit exactly where they're supposed to yeah. sit, so that yeah. you don't see anything you're not supposed to see. These, uh, these, they're the things that uh, the the bits that flip up are stiff enough. They don't flop over again. They stay exactly once you flip them. They're, um, yeah, no, the little cardboard pieces are nice thick. The files, they're nice, um, nice thick cardboard. The cardstock is nice. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, the little characters are all on their own little standee. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the chits, all the files are nice thick cardboard. All the locks and doors and and things, you know, are all nice. The board itself it's is a nice thick board. It's a nice thick board. It's... it's covered in a nice uh, coating of plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the cards are really well laid out. Like I said, it. They slide in and out of that thing perfectly. The board is nice because you flip it over and there are the two sides. It's just a solid square. Like it's yeah. not a fold. You don't fold it no. out into no, four. Right. There are no creases. It's, it's just, just a solid panel. piece. And yeah. so that's that's nice too. And you just flip her over and flip it back and flip it over and flip it back. Yeah. The cards, the artwork on the cards and everything looks good. It's all very good. Yeah. It's all very good. Um, yeah, I can't Agreed. say much more about the components they just they work really well yeah um so do we like this game obviously i think <laughs> we really like this game we've been you know when did we buy this we bought this in like august yeah i think it was in I, the summer july or august oh. and it's been sitting right there beside me for months and we just you know finally got the opportunity to give it a go and even though we're not finished it we're really enjoying this and like our power did go out the other night oh, right. and we sat down here and we played we had like nine candles on the table here and we're i was kept burning the hair off my arm it stunk yeah <laughs> it trying to hair. reach over and move things and i'd lean over a it's candle like, ah. and burn myself but we did and, we played like three scenarios that night yeah just by candlelight <laughs> just by candlelight um because it's that it's that good it's it's really that good yeah didn't want to miss a night power no. can't keep us down nope so <laughs> Yes, yeah, safe to say we really are enjoying this game. And so that being said, would we remec- it, re- recommend would it? Would we and, remec it? Yes. Yes. And who for? <laughs> uh, I think 
Well, okay, so this is a full co-op. Full, full co-op. It's it's ride and die together. Um, I wouldn't say it's super heavy. So if you no. really like heavy games, maybe not for it's you. It's not heavy. It's more, I'd it's, say, light to medium. Yeah, medium? it's light, light to, to medium. medium. Um, and it's, but it's it's all puzzle. It's very puzzly. Puzzle uh, driven. Yeah. So if you like figuring things out, this is definitely your game. Like, I struggled with a few things here, but luckily Anna Marie was here to to uh, figure out a few. Because, I mean, some of the puzzles were absolutely, definitely tricky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, some are easier than others, but some were like, wow, okay, now I'm, and you have to think about those, and you have to look at those numbers, and you're like, okay, if I go this way, go that way, plus that, and, do, do, do. and you really have to sit there and think it out. We have a... We have a book here beside us with all your notes of all the things yeah, that we found. I was taking notes. <laughs> yes. And you have to. Honestly, uh, pro tip on that, take notes of everything and keep yourself organized on what you're doing and what you've looked at and what you haven't. And you got like, everything notepad means and a something. Paper will everything. Help. <laughs> everything means something. Yeah. They And when you're looking at the book and, and you're trying to figure out because it's going to ask you questions while you're in the book. Um when you're looking at the book, like look, look all over the place. You're going to have to look at things. Like you can't just sit there and be like, oh, I don't get it. Well, look, yeah. like look around, look at the book, look at things, look at this, look at that. The answers are there to be found. Um, so it's the, uh, the thought that went into this game yeah. is super deep. So make sure you look at all over the place for things because I was, I was pretty stumped at a couple of times where Anna Marie is like, well, what about... Yeah. Did we look at that? And I'm like, mm, no, I don't think we did. And we looked at it and we're like, oh, sure enough, there it is. So make sure you look and look and look at what you're, uh, <laughs> if you're stumped, because the answers are all there for sure. Um, so I think, yeah, if you like co-ops, you like puzzles, this is a 100% for you. If you don't like puzzles, you just like, you know, war games or whatever, <laughs> yeah, you know, not. or heavy euros, this is not going to be your jam per se but if you like these type of things or anywhere have any sort of interest in uh puzzly co-op games this one is absolutely for you and i think you could play this as a nice family game if you wanted to it's not the theme isn't too heavy that we've discovered it's Mm. a little mystery yeah it's like i don't know scooby-doo ish maybe right maybe a little heavier than like scooby-doo you know, like when it comes to like what the mystery actually is. Yeah, well, we, we haven't, we haven't you know, figured that we out haven't, yet. We haven't <laughs> answered the whole thing, but just, you know, the general feeling of it is it's not like. No, it's, it's not it's heavy. Good. No, no, no. But no, it's, no. it's a mystery that yeah. you're trying to figure out. So I think you could play this. Like if we played this with both our boys watching, I'd have no problem doing that because I think they'd find it very interesting and, yeah. and trying to figure out the puzzles and, and stuff like that. So. I think we can say that we'll recommend this for pretty much anyone that likes co-op and likes puzzles. Yeah. Um, definitely for you. And if you like kind of campaign-y stuff that you, it's a yeah. one and done sort of thing. Uh, I think we'll just end up probably passing this on to somebody when we're done. Pack it all up and just uh, yeah. see who, who'd be interested. I think so. I think it'd be actually good for a few people. Just try it out. Then we yeah. give it to someone else. Give it to someone else. Right. And then yeah. I think we'll just start loaning it out it the later. door to anybody that's, yeah. anyone that's uh, interested in keep passing it around. Yeah. But we're really enjoying it. We haven't we haven't finished it, but we're we're close. Yeah. And we've really enjoyed all of it so far. So yeah, we definitely recommend it. And we really enjoy it. But I think that pretty much sums it up without giving away anything. Yeah. So that being said, I think that's gonna be the end of our fourteenth episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you can uh find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, uh YouTube the Meeple Dungeon. You can contact us on our email, um, themeepledungeon at gmail.com if you have any comments or if you'd like to send us a review copy of a game or something like that. Or if you have, uh, if there's a game you want us to review. Yep. You can check out our BGG account to the Meeple Dungeon and see everything that we have on our, our shelves if there's something that interests you. But yeah, we're going to run. Uh, we will see you next week. Cheers. Have a good week, guys. Bye-bye.